bro, did you see this? <sighs> Millennials. Lit Right Now by Sydney McGee. Remix. It's the remix. Yo, Paige, wake up. I'm coming to get you right now. We're getting Taco Bell. I'm so lit. Get up. Paige, get up because I'm so Versus about Taco Bell. Yep. Do you know about the ratio on Twitter? What's the ratio? The ratio is a, a concept where, you know, there's all these different metrics for how a tweet does hearts and retweets and then replies. Mm -hmm. And if a tweet has way more replies than it does have likes or retweets, you know that's a real bad tweet, <laughs> you know? And the ratio on this YouTube video is equally amazing. 35,000 likes, but 110,000 dislikes and 34,000 comments. So the ratio is strong. <laughs> the ratio is extremely strong. strong with this video. And the first comment is in bold, two words, God left. <laughs> friend of the show, Kelly, has What's up, Kelly? provided a couple great links. Okay, first one. New York Times issues correction after editor fails to turn off millennials to snake people. Browser extension. <laughs> Have you ever seen any of these? These millennial, like, convert a word? Extensions on Chrome? I have, but I have not seen Millennials to Snake People. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this one is, you know, obviously it makes a lot of sense. One of the ones that I liked the most that was the dumbest and the most perfect was one that changed the word cloud to my butt. <laughs> All of those very good, you know, web companies that had some very good cloud solutions all of a sudden took a very different different turn but this one was you would change every instance of the word millennial to snake people which is accurate yes of course but the problem is the problem is when the people that are most likely to turn these on are also the people that are most likely to write the news i like this i like how this can happen and I, I, what's even better is the fact that you have to now issue a correction. Like, that's a correction that'll forever stand in the annals of New York Times history. <laughs> the fact that someone accidentally left a browser extension that called Millennial Snake People on while they copy and pasted some information for an article. I love that. So this one won't translate as well to the beautiful medium of audio, but I still needed you to see this. Okay. The internet can't get enough of this woman obliterating her male opponent in a cotton candy eating contest. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> she she ate it like a, a like an animal. It, it makes sense, right? Because cotton candy is not as big as it seems. 
but she takes it to a whole other level and looks pretty great while doing it. Like that's the thing that I appreciate is her her look of poise at the end of her incredible competition. Yeah, because it, it dissolves as soon as it touches your tongue. So she's smart by just like sticking it and then just this dude on this dude on her on the, on her left is a joke. This guy is like <laughs> the video is so good because he's so oblivious. His you eyes know? are closed. He doesn't even know who's winning. Man, this girl's a champ. Seriously. I know. Here's a question that I've always thought. I don't know if I brought this up or not, but it's something that I, I think quite often. But you know those like pneumatic crushers that like there's a bunch of YouTube videos of them like crushing stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always thought it would be really interesting to take a loaf of bread, like a loaf of white bread, and put it in the pneumatic crusher. Because I think you could get that real small. Yeah. I feel like you would end up with bread cube. And then I would want to eat bread cube. <laughs> it's like a sugar cube, but would you like some bread cube for your... What would you... Okay, now now here's a question. What would you put bread cube in? What do you mean? It's obviously not big enough to like spread jam on it. So like sugar cube, you put in coffee, you put in whatever. What do you put bread cube in? No, 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 no. No, it's just... Because, because the thing is, is that for me, you know, you know how I am. You know how I am about food. I don't really like the process of eating food. I want to be full and I don't want to think about food anymore. And if I had a cube that could fit in my mouth that was actually an entire loaf of bread, wouldn't I be pretty full? I guess. <laughs> I don't think you're committed to my bread cube idea. You just love to like take the joy out of food. Like I love Soylent as much as you, but man, you really know how to... <laughs> what I'm saying is, don't you think... Could you eat a loaf of bread? I don't think I could eat a loaf of bread. Yeah, I totally could. Really? <laughs> okay. It's okay. not even a question. If like that's the only thing I'm eating, absolutely. Okay, my bad. I felt like I would get like maybe four or five slices in before I felt really full. If you're if you're eating just bread, yeah, absolutely. Now you would go into an immediate coma, like overload of But would you would you if it was in cube form? This is my question. Because in my head I see a little a little nutrient cube, you know? A little nutrition block yeah but it's the same it's the same amount of bread it's just a different ma- so you would so you would probably be like oh my gosh uh food coma that sounds amazing <laughs> but could, i mean can you think of any other food that you could get a food coma off of from one small cube you could do a pasta cube oh okay see I, I thought i was getting frustrated that you weren't with me but then you brought me back from the edge you would have to mash up the pasta and like fully cook it and then mash it up ew yeah no, see, bread cube is better. <laughs> bread cube is better because to me, that bread cube will just taste like a piece of bread. My favorite is to take the Hawaiian rolls and flatten them mm. and then eat them. Yes. Okay, now I'm down. All right, now I'm down. I'm totally down. That could be pretty interesting. You take the entire, you know how they always come in kind of like a weird sheet? Yep. Just take that whole sheet, cube it, <laughs> boom, put it in your pocket All for right. later. All right, I'm down. Okay, you sold me. Have you ever heard of... um? Heart attack? Heart attack what? No, not heart. No, no, no. Not not last week's episode. Hard attack. Uh, hard attack, I'll send you the Wikipedia article for it, is a cracker that was made for being a ration for military personnel. Oh, you mean Lumnus bread from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> this is like so hard and so flavorless. Because it is basically nothing but flour, water. No, that's it. I'm sorry. I was waiting for a third <laughs> ingredient. It's basically nothing but flour and water. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that we could sell this to the military. Would Sailor Joe rather have 
some hardtack, or would he rather have Hawaiian bread cube? The answer is he would definitely rather have Hawaiian bread cube. But they're not even using hardtack like that, I bet. They're using, like, MREs. Uh, my buddy, he's in the military, and they use, like, these little packets, and you, like, add water. It's almost more akin to astronaut food than it is this, this bread monstrosity. I did hear that they recently cracked the code and are making uh, pizza rations now, which was said to have never been able to be done before. But by God, food scientists have made it happen. You, you have not heard the last of Bread Cube. Let me tell you what. All right, give me a link. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, we came from food, and now we're going to something that will make you not want to eat food. The audacity of white privilege. <laughs> this woman next to me took her shoes off and placed both feet on the table. So I'm waiting for flight staff to say something. So flight staff walks by numerous times without saying anything. And I'm irate because no black person would ever get away with this. That's right. So I'm starting to look at the staff, noting that there is an issue, you know, giving them that snitch eye. So finally, I decided to say something to the woman myself. So I say, ma'am, I'm trying to eat and your feet are next to my food, which I mean, I don't know about you. That's a pretty, pretty like regular statement. You know, it, he's being calm. He's it's it's understandable. And she says, what do you want me to do? The seats are small. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks real bad. And it continues. So she calls over a flight attendant. She says to the flight attendant, this man is disrupting my flight and I'm just trying to be comfortable. <laughs> so I point at her feet and explain my stance. For real. The flight attendant says, well, what if she puts her feet closer to the window or puts one down? This flight attendant is the worst. Like it's clearly this gentleman's personal space. And the foot is invading. <sighs> the woman says, if I put one foot down, I want to be accommodated for accommodating him. Dumb. Dumb is right. So the flight attendant speaks to the person in charge on the plane. And they promise this woman a $1,000 voucher. $1,000. That's insane. That is, that is the only word to describe the situation. Insane. So I ask, what voucher will I be receiving for my suffering? The flight attendant says, sir, we can only make but so many accommodations. And she has agreed to move her feet for you. Of course. <laughs> that's blowing my mind. I mean, this is weird because I've never, this, that's crazy logic, right? Insane and I, logic. I feel like the immediate thing that he said was like white privilege in action. And dude, that is some serious white privilege because you not only doing something, but then saying, now compensate me for my lack of ability to have this wonderful privilege is so insane. You and I were walking down the street and I pointed a gun at you and you told me, please don't point that gun at me. And I said, okay, but what do I get out of it? You know, that'd be kind of yes, nuts, right? Really nuts. <laughs> like, that's not how the transaction works here. Madness. Okay, I need to I need to move on from this because it's making me sad. Okay, I'll trade you I'll trade you one weird story for another. I love me a good headline. Yeah, we all do. So here's an extremely good one, bro. Did you see this? A Washington Post article titled She found a dating app on her boyfriend's phone, then she bought a samurai sword. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? So this is one of those beautiful stories that I promise you gets better and better as we read along. So let me take you into this world. All right, let's do it. With her boyfriend finally asleep, Emily Javier reached for the samurai sword she had secretly taped earlier to the side <laughs> of her bed. According to an affidavit filed by police, the room was dark and she sparked her phone to see better. 
to aim better. Below snoozed Alex Lavelle. He played too many video games, Javier would later explain to the police, and now he was cheating on her, she claimed. She knew the signs. Tinder on his phone. I mean, <laughs> yep, that, that's a sign that you're being cheated on. <laughs> Scratches across his back. I, yep, that's uh, that's a sign that you're being cheated on. A girl's hair in their shower drain. Okay, that one is... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're three for three here. That's definitely not like maybe. In the weak phone glow, Javier allegedly started hacking. Oh my gosh. Lavelle woke to his girlfriend of two years attacking him with a sword, police say. Survival instincts, <laughs> mainly martial arts training, and all the kung fu films he had watched Stop. clicked Stop. in. Stop. And this Stop. is... Stop. 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 Now I want him to get hit like cut up. Like I know. If that's what he quoted to the 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 police and that was in their report. Well, you know, I'm like kinda like a martial artist. You know, like I watch a lot of kung fu, so I know a lot of like techniques. Get out of here. He continues with this very good quote. I was able to wing chun my way to survival. No. He told the Oregonian. No. No. He said that he eventually wrapped her in a bear hug, saying, I saw the look in her eyes, and it scared the living poop out of me. (laughs) He told the news outlet, I told her I loved her, and she was killing me. She needed to call the police, or I was going to die. So uh, she did, which is, I didn't, I've never thought to do that (laughs) in the middle of being attacked by someone. Wait, 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 you need to call the police or I'm going to (laughs) die. If I'm ever mugged, I'm going to try that. Call the police right now. I'm being mugged. (laughs) Stop mugging me. Call the police. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Look, I know you have a gun on me, but do you have a phone on you? Yeah. Okay. Call the police. So she called the police, frantically telling a 911 operator that she had stabbed her boyfriend and she thought he was dead. You used a sword, the operators asked. Like, I'm just picturing, like, a sweet old lady operator, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you used a sword? Yeah. <laughs> a sword? Police did arrive on the scene on March 3rd, and they found Lovell curled up in the blood-spattered bedroom, according to the probable cause affidavit filed by police in Camas, a Washington state northeast of Portland, Oregon. Remarkably, he survived the attack despite serious injuries. So, I mean, she was going at it. Here's how she was going at it. Lavelle almost lost the index, middle, and ring fingers on his hand. But in interviews this week, the competitive gamer sounded happy to be alive. Cut him up! That would have been a challenge for him, as a gamer, to lose three fingers? Index, middle, and ring? You know? That's at least your trigger finger. More good quotes from this very good dude. I was just so proud of beating this samurai wannabe crazy lady with hate in her heart. Oh my gosh. I've been preparing my whole life for something like this, he said. It goes a bit into his uh, video game background. He's a avid player of Player Unknown's Battleground, PUBG, and has been recently logging 12 to 13 hours a day playing the game. Uh, you're forgetting the best part. Alex Lavelle, known as Biggie in his local gamer scene. Biggie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, true. continue. His regimen required exercises for his hands, wrists, and shoulders, and also practicing mouse moves and techniques to maximize performance. I wasn't a sweaty nerd, said Biggie. More of... An athlete. Cut him up. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's it. The rest of it's just kind of sad. I mean, Javier does say that she didn't deny anything. She said that she went to the mall, bought a samurai sword, and thought, end quote, I was going to stab him while he was sleeping. And she did. So mission accomplished, my friend. A samurai sword, man. You know, a mall samurai sword. Do those still exist? I mean, I guess they do because she went and found one. But I felt like that was a very early 2000s thing. All those weird stores that sold like nunchucks and samurai swords. 
I don't think I see those anymore. Do you? Well, one, I don't really go to the mall that often. But now that I heard this story, I'm not going to go buy a samurai sword. But I am going to go look for a samurai sword. (laughs) And I'll report back. (laughs) Bro, while we're not the biggest... uh, sports ball aficionados right right march madness is upon us and i've been seeing on the internet a lot of people creating brackets for other topics and for other ideas so i thought it would be cool if we created our own bracket for the show bro did you see this i'm into it so while we're not going to do 64 teams from the start that's a lot because that's that's a lot so we have four four divisions with four teams each. Mm-hmm. So for a total of 16. These are topics. <laughs> Rather than teams per se, they're topics that we often touch on and some memorable ones from the show. And I figured it, it would be fun to pit those topics and stories against each other to see what our show is truly about. Who's the champion? We have four divisions. First division, Pocket Monstrosities. And that is a collection of very niche, nerdy things that we talked about. Which is the majority of the show, but it can't be. Yeah. It can't be, so <laughs> we gotta, it only gets one division. <laughs> so then we have Tanawanda Townsfolk, and that is the division of just stories of weird people and interesting, interesting folk. So not specifically about Tanawanda, but it was fitting that that was the first town that we discussed. If, if I could populate a town with craziness, it would be Tanawanda. Tonawanda will forever be the base town for good, good, weird local things happening. Okay, the next division is Autonomous Companions. We talk about robots mm-hmm. on the reg pretty much every episode, and I love it. Yeah. So that's its own division. And then Life, Death, and Italian Plumbers, because you can't leave out our boy Mario. All right, so first in the Pocket Monstrosities division, in the first matchup, we have... Detective Pikachu versus Pepsi Man. <laughs> Pepsi Man is something that takes up a lot of my headspace for something that <laughs> I never even made it to the United States as far as I as far as I can tell. <laughs> but Detective Pikachu has a stronger future. See, okay, so I have a little bit of reverse logic from that. Mm. So Detective Pikachu, I'm not going to lie, I might be more hyped for it than I was for The Last Jedi or than I am for this new Avengers movie <laughs> coming out. And we all know how nerdy and comic book superhero, you know, stuff. He knows who? Yeah. I really, I'm just so curious because <laughs> there's no way it's going to be good. If this movie is good, no I'm going to stop watching movies altogether. I quit the, the movie fan game. <laughs> the Citizen so King. So that has such a strong anime. pull. But all that to say, Pepsi Man, I, I, I think about it way more than I should probably because he is weird. <laughs> He is so weird. Very. And I almost want to give him the pity vote because no one cares about him mm. and he's not going to be around. Detective Pikachu is going to take over our summer or whenever this comes out that year. Pepsi Man, though, like like Kendrick said, n- nobody's praying for me. Like, who's praying for Pepsi Man? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. And the fact that Pepsi Man still exists in our hearts and minds really says something about his durability because who knows who knows if we'll be talking about detective pikachu in 20 years Pepsi Man 
is here to stay. But Pepsi Man has made it. He's made it. So many brackets are being busted right now. <laughs> the next one, Soylent versus Company Rebrand. And I would say that, you know, while these all these topics and stories and people, you know, represent our show, these two pretty like they do a great job of encapsulating our love for weird stuff. Like Soylent, it's true. I was not a believer, and now I'm a full convert, you know? Mm. And we definitely have bonded. I mean, in our first live episode, we drank some Soylent together. It's our it's it's the it's the show's right. drink of choice, you know. If we were a state, it's our state drink, you know. That's right, yeah. But at the same time, company rebrands. We love seeing good ones. We and I think even more, we love seeing bad ones. I think that company rebrands is important to me because it represents one of the only parts of the show that isn't completely dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and I like that about it, you know, that sometimes we actually just talk about something that's kind of neat. And there's there's not a whole lot to say except that font that uh, Formula One shows sure is cool. Or that, wow, look, look at Chobani go. Good for them. So <laughs> it feels it feels the most holy compared to weird ASMR stuff and uh, people's feet up on airplane tray tables company rebrands makes me happy so that gets my vote more than soylent yeah more than soylent more than soylent whoa i think i go with soylent hmm what do we do in this situation oh crap i didn't think this through <laughs> yeah i don't know do we flip a coin do you have a coin by you i know none of us carry cash let's do it okay hold on heads or tails <clears throat> okay tails heads so then company rebrands wins. Company rebrands for the win. Okay. The coin is spoken. Okay. All right. This next category, we have Tonawanda Townsfolk. And the first two townsfolk to go against each other are Martin Shkreli and the people group of millennials. Now, Martin Shkreli versus millennials is a real thing that actually happened. And millennials came out on top, IRL, because he's, like, in prison now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good good yeah. job, millennials. <laughs> this is definitely, like, the, this is the, definitely, like, the sub, the subcategory villains, you know? Two groups that are disliked. We're not here to decide the real, the real world conclusion. We're here to talk about Tonawanda. And millennials versus Martin Shkreli, I mean, that's pretty hard, because... Millennials gave us that very good fake movie trailer, yeah. but Martin Shkreli gave us all of those incredible juror comments about why he was the most <laughs> terrible person in the world. And and how he has like the Carter Five and the Wu-Tang album. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. He's an interesting guy. He's very much mythical, which by the way, I did hear that the Wu-Tang album is going to be auctioned off by the court. So yeah, we might, I heard we might that. hear it yet. We might hear it yet. Maybe. Maybe, maybe another. Whoa, my, for some reason, Siri wrote everything I said. Want to hear what it thinks I said? <laughs> yeah. He's very, very, very much medical. Oh. Siri is very much medical, which, by the way, did you, the roofing album is going to be auctioned off by the court, so we might, we might hear yet in my area on your iPhone. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. So, ah, that's hard. It's hard. Martin Shkreli is pretty amazing. Because which one is worse? They're both the worst. They're both bad. If you let the press decide, the press thinks that they're both the worst monsters that have ever existed. Exactly. Martin Shkreli is the worst pharmaceutical abomination to ever happen. And millennials have killed every industry to exist from A to Z. 
So, gosh, I don't know. Who's the more powerful force? <laughs> They're both pretty strong. What, what are you leaning towards? I kind of want to progress Martin Shkreli so he can have a bigger upset down the road. <laughs> and like That's fair. But millennials, I think, are is the like the people's champ of this bracket of this meetup. That's true. That's you know? true. I think I have to I think I have to say millennials. Okay. I can get down with that. Okay. It's millennials. Millennials it is. Oh, freaking Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli. In in prison and in brackets. You're a loser. Taking <laughs> oh. <laughs> the L. Uh, okay, read read the next ones for us. So the next matchup in the Tanawanda Town Folk Division, two bro, did you see this favorites, Mister mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony Sad Baby Toyja and Stanley in too many Transformers movies, Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that how you spell Tony Toyja? By the way, it might not be, but I don't think it is. Tommy, not Tony. <laughs> Even better, Tommy. Tommy Tommy. Toysia. There we go. So Tommy Toysia is crazy, and I had to look at his works IRL, so that immediately gives him lots of power in this bracket. It was one of those things that I got to bring back from Europe to you, which was beautiful, so that's special. It was a gift that keeps on giving. Stanley Tucci, I don't know. He's, He's been in everything, and... I feel like it's not fair to kick him out because if I feel my fear is if we kick him out of Tanawanda Townsfolk, he will reappear in another bracket. <laughs> He'll just be a different character. Yeah. <laughs> we could have a whole Stanley Tucci bracket of the different characters that he's been. Yeah, we'll look over at like the pizza cam and it'll actually be Stanley Tucci in a in a robot costume or something like that. So Yeah. They're both powerful forces and they're going to be strong up against millennials. So I don't know. What, what do you? What, what's your input? So I think my rationale is Tommy is a little bit niche, which is on brand for our show. Mm. Mm-hmm. But Stanley, he's got like just characters on deck. Yeah, I know. And I feel like he's getting parodied on SNL. I mean, that's for sure. And showing up in the video. Um. So I feel like. I feel like Tucci wins this. I think I think you're Tommy right. Tommy is the town hero, but Stanley is the like the champion. He's the LeBron of this of this matchup. Yeah, you're right. It's it's Stanley Tucci all the way. All right. Stanley Tucci it is. We so lit. We so lit right now. All right. So our next division. Autonomous companions. Robots, robots, robots. Yes. Now our first matchup. We got China Citizen Ranking. Versus Amazon Home Delivery. And the China Citizen ranking is good because it knows everything about everyone, including its opponent. But the Amazon Home Delivery has a special secret sauce in that it can immediately walk into its opponent's home. You think it's a clear landslide. You're like, oh, China's got this in the bag. Oh, wait, Amazon delivered a package to China. Yeah, exactly. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here's my, here's my thinking. Mm. China citizen ranking, while it is horrible uh-huh. and I don't want it, yeah. it's probably going to you know go global. But it's China citizen ranking, whereas Amazon, they're already global. That's right. They already are Skynet. They already are delivering boxes into our house. 
So on that level, Amazon's scarier yeah. and wins this one for it's me. It's true. It's true. Whereas China is the long game. China citizen ranking, that that's the the tired tech dystopia tweet. Everyone's, oh no, it's like an episode of Black Mirror. No one, <laughs> but but they're all they're all tweeting and talking about how bad China citizen ranking is while they have an echo listening to every word they say inside of their house. So yep. Amazon's got this unlocked. We're all mad at Facebook right now. And it's just because they aren't as good at this as Amazon is. <laughs> so <laughs> Amazon wins. Yes, very clearly. And now <laughs> the next matchup in Autonomous Companions, we have Boston Dynamics. And I, I wanted to pick a specific robot. And I was like, no, all the robots, all the robots, they're an army. Yeah. Versus pizza can the the great news about this matchup is that we have the potential for amazon going head to head with kind of amazon they don't own boston dynamics do they no i don't think i don't think so but but there was a very good picture and i'm going to send it to you right now of jeff bezos taking a nice stroll with his boston dynamics robot dog no no (laughs) oh man this couldn't be more perfect yeah it's great. That would be his dog. It, it really would be his dog. And I saw somebody make this comparison online, and they aren't wrong. You know who it reminds me of? <gasps> He's all grown up. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron, Neutron and his dog. Yeah. Goddard. Man, I miss that show. Childhood. Wow. Okay, well, so based on that, <clears throat> this was a true uh, David and Goliath story. Yeah. But <laughs> David doesn't win this one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's no way Pizza Cam could withstand. Like, Pizza Cam is the, like, yeah, he's like, like, I love him, little buddy. But Boston Dynamics is like, I will kill you. Yeah, there's no there's no chance. Boston Dynamics wins and then, like, opens the door and walks out and, you know, all the stuff that the Boston Dynamics robots do. That next, that next matchup, though, in Autonomous Companions, that one, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's going to be challenging. Whew, okay. So, all right. Our final division is life, death, and Italian plumbers. And again, right. these don't have necessarily a rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. I just, it was like some random categories, random people, random stories. Okay, so our first matchup yeah. is your favorite, my favorite, Mr. Kanye West. Right. Versus a new favorite, Sparky the Freak Dog. Yeah, it's hard. That's a hard one. Do we, do we go with our heart or do we go with our <laughs> mind? My mind says Kanye West all the way. Yeah. But my heart is like Sparky. All these decisions have been gut so far, but this one, you're tugging on my heartstrings with both of those people. <laughs> Two names near and dear to me, Kanye and Sparky the Freak Dog. <sighs> you know, I, it's this is a hard one because here's the thing. I know Kanye plays some ball, but I don't think Sparky the Freak Dog does. But... I don't know much about Sparky the Freak Dog except for the fact that he's got a very nutritious diet. And I don't know what Kanye's been eating. You know, I don't know if he's been eating too much candy. I don't know if he's been eating too much cereal. I don't know if he's ready to play. I don't know if he's ready to come up against Sparky. I know Sparky is. Sparky's got the exact amount of nutrients that he needs in his body. So you're putting them, you're putting them in a head-to-head match for basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, Airbud, Airbud did. 
Why can't Sparky? See, I, Sparky Sparky rubs me more of like a like Chihuahua, like a cracked out, mm. like <laughs> like he doesn't. He's not Airbud. He's not healthy. His coat is not shiny and glistening. Sparky is a freak dog. He drinks soylent. We don't know it's what true. that does to the canine anatomy. Yeah, we know how it works for humans, but it has not been measured for dogs. If if chocolate can kill a dog, then cacao <laughs> oh, is a nightmare for this one. So I don't know, man. I don't think Sparky is the physical force you're claiming him to be. You're right. I don't know. I think Kanye might have to win this round. Ooh. I okay. I'm down. I'm down with that one. All right. The last one. We got two great. I I wish that these were like <laughs> nation states. Like if if I was playing a video game, I wish that these were two places that I could like align myself with. We have the cyber terrorists, which we talk about a lot, and, and uh, Cracker Barrel. Uh, both. I, this was a cat. This was a category that just bummed me out. Both mm. of them depressed me. N- two no two stories or articles or topics in this show's run bum me out more. Then Cracker Freaking Barrel and Cyber Terrorist. Yeah, so, I mean, here's the thing, right? Is Cracker Barrel would definitely lose a digital war against Cyber Terrorists. All day, all day. But I don't know if Cyber Terrorists could win a physical war against the entity that is Cracker Barrel. I think that, I mean, they just they just throw that Southern goodness at you all day until you were tired out, you know? They just pour some gravy down your throat. Until you were so tuckered that you couldn't possibly do anything, so it's it's a hard one. They they have their pros and their cons. It's like an eagle versus a shark, you know. Like yeah, they, it really is. It really two is. different domains. One yeah, could not be more analog, and one could not be more digital. I don't know, man. I don't know. Here's the thing: is I think that the fan base would be there for Cracker Barrel. And I don't think that the fan base is going to show up for cyber terrorists. And you know how it's always like people do better when they play at home? I think that the fans would push Cracker Barrel over the edge. I think that they could win. I don't want to see that fan base. <laughs> yeah, me either. Well, it's definitely the guy that got like went to everyone in the entire country. He's definitely showing up for this this game, whatever yeah, the game that horrible, is. That horrible guy. Mm-hmm. So him and his wife are there, and they're cheering Cracker Barrel on. The the cyber terrorists look over at their corner of the the audience and there's it's just empty. There's just a cricket, you know, making cricket noises. And so I think that the cyber terrorists would be so de- disheartened by that that they'd lose to Cracker Barrel. Okay, I think you swayed me. I was leaning more towards cyber terrorists because they're cool and they're sleek mm-hmm. and they got mm-hmm. zeros and ones flashing behind them in the matrix. Yeah, but it would only it's only fitting that. My antithesis, my my mortal enemy, advances and beats the cyber terrorist. Yeah, we need a we need a villain in this bracket that can't can't advance to number one. <laughs> and this is a bracket with millennials. Yeah, so. that's true. That's absolutely. <laughs> and Martin Shkreli, but we need a villain. Oh man. <laughs> okay, this this is good. All right, um, I want to save the next round for the next week. So we're not doing March Madness necessarily. We're doing whatever this is. If anyone wants to pitch in and tell us how they think this bracket's going to advance, let us know. We'll post the bracket to our Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, with the empty bracket, and you you can you know pick your, you, everyone make your own bracket and send it into us. Make your own bracket. Yeah, let us know. Let us know.
trying to get you right now. We're getting Taco Bell. I'm so lit. Get up. Paige, get up because I'm so lit right now. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh. I'm so lit right now. Your life is so boring. Why y'all sleeping on me? I can okay. hear you snoring. Ooh. I'm so lit right now. My phone is always wet, wet. Making vids right now. I'm gonna okay. be the best, best. Yeah.